Hello and welcome to the Bible Essentials Podcast. I'm Kofi Adubo-Tang, the host of this podcast. This podcast is meant to help you understand the Bible in a much simpler way. The Bible is the center of Christianity. It is God's words to humanity. And yet, despite its importance, most people don't really understand what it is saying and the message it is trying to tell. This podcast will break down crucial themes in the Bible. In this first episode, we're going to discuss what it means to be an image of God. So let's get started. Now, if you lived in ancient Bible times, it's a good chance that you lived under the authority of a king. And many of these kings claimed that they were gods, and they would even call themselves the image of God. It means like they had the authority to tell people what to do, order things to be made, and things like that. And they got to define good and evil on their own terms. These kings would even make statues of themselves, which we call today idols or images. But for Israel, they didn't view kings as the God. In fact, they were never supposed to make even images of God. That's because you can't reduce the creator God to any one thing in creation. And there's another important reason. People are not to make images of God because God has already made images of himself. But when did God actually create images of himself? Well, let's go to page one in the Bible. And the first person we meet there is God. He's the one with authority over all the creation. He speaks and creation obeys. And he defines what's good and evil. In other words, he alone is the king. But surprisingly, at the center of all God's created work, he creates humans and he calls them the image of God. And his and he tells the humans to rule the earth and to subdue it. This is the tax of every human being. This was a revolutionary statement in its day because all humans are being called to rule and participate in the human project. And basically, that's taking the world world somewhere like somewhere like in, in the picture of Genesis, we get gardening. They rule the earth by cultivating it, by harnessing it, all the earth's raw potential, and make something more and new out of it. And eventually, we get to growing families, which then become neighborhoods, and which communities, where people go to work and take care of each other and build businesses, they expand to new places, and so on. So, ruling is taking the world somewhere. This is the divine tax of humanity. But just as often as we do great things, we create things that cause a lot of injustice. So maybe we shouldn't actually be ruling? The Bible addresses this. In Genesis, God gives humans a choice about how they are going to rule. So are they going to 
use their authority for the benefit of other people, which is God's definition of good, or are they going to seize autonomy and define good and evil for themselves and use their authority to self-advantage? Unfortunately, they chose to define good and evil on their own terms. And so this is the Bible's depiction of the human condition. Sometimes we pull off amazingly awesome stuff, but just as often, despite our best efforts, we act selfishly and we, and we create evil in the world. However, that is not the end of the story. So the Bible goes on and makes this claim that all of this was resolved when God bound himself to humanity through Jesus. And he showed us what it is truly like to rule as a human. Jesus ruled by serving and seeking the best of others, by putting himself underneath them and loving just his, not, not just his friends, but also his enemies. And for some of us, that's not a typical way to rule. But this is what, it, what, what I call an upside down kingdom. Jesus is defeating evil through love, which I hope makes, makes sense because, because love is the direct opposite of hate. So in a nutshell, Jesus confronted all the consequences of all the evil and death that we have created by our messed up ways of ruling. And he takes it and it kills him. And so when the New Testament writers looked back at Jesus' resurrection, they see a whole new feature, a future opening up for all humanity. Jesus is the new way to be human. And that is why Jesus is called the image of God or the new human. Not only that, Jesus' divine life and power is now available to heal and transform us to become our life and power. When the apostle Paul looked back at Jesus' story, he reflects on that in Philippians chapter two and he says, he humbled himself unto death, even death on a cross. Wherefore God has exalted him and given him a name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to, unto the glory of God the Father. Although all of us have sinned and turned to our own ways of good and evil, we can still ask God for guidance and how to be the image of God. Just accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior. If, you're in, if you were inspired by this episode and want to accept Jesus in your life, please pray this prayer with me. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for showing me the true example of 
the image of God through Jesus. I want to become more like Him and be like Him. Transform my heart and get rid of all sin and teach me your way. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Be blessed. Have a nice day. For more episodes on the Bible Essentials podcast, head over to www.bibleessentials.com. Next time, we're going to look at what it means that Jesus is the Son of Man. See you then.